Hi, ladies. Thank you for being leaders in your Bible study groups. Get your green highlighter and green pen so that you can underline some important statements and make notes to help you lead ladies in a meaningful discussion of God's Word. Let's delight in studying and sharing the precious words of the Lord to us. This is the Leader's Guide for Ezekiel, that you may know the Lord, Unit 5. And this is just Lesson 1, starting on page 102, The Worthless Vine. So this is just on Ezekiel 15. Um, We have a short chapter about the unfaithfulness of the house of Israel. You are to read this chapter and then answer, How does the Lord describe the wood of the vine in verses 2 through 5? This is not about a vineyard bearing grapes. This is about vines that are growing in the like forest floor. So um, the wood of the vine is not is not any good. It's not better than wood. Can anything be made from it? Even a peg? No. Like a peg to stick on the wall and just hang something on the wall. It's only good for fire, for fuel. All of it's going to get burned up, and then it's not useful at all. In this illustration, we have the vine being burned on both ends, and then it's going to be burned in the middle. And that may refer to the, like both ends being burned, the first and second deportations of Israel into exile. And the third one is coming when it's all going to be deported. And so that's um, illustrated by the whole vine getting burned up in the middle. How does the Lord compare the inhabitants of Jerusalem to the wood of the vine in verses 6 and 7? The Lord's going to give up the inhabitants of Jerusalem, set his face against them. And so the way I said it was, they leave one fire and they go to another. Because they're going in from the trouble in Jerusalem into captivity. (coughs) What's the purpose for the Lord's actions? That you shall know that I am the Lord. When the land is desolate because of their unfaithfulness. So they're supposed to, theirs is a lesson they're supposed to learn. Next section, the vine was a symbol of Israel. So um, did you know this already? You could ask them that. And then go over these verses. Um, Pretty self-explanatory. Just quote those verses. At the bottom, the vine planted by the Lord was supposed to bear good fruit, but it produced wild grapes instead. They were sour grapes. The illustration given in Ezekiel 15 shows the barrenness and uselessness of the vine Israel. It was good for nothing except to be burned and cast aside. But that doesn't mean that Israel is done with because throughout this book, God says there's a remnant. Top of page 103. The illustration of the vine in Ezekiel 15 prepares the way for the old to be cast aside and the new to be planted. So we look to John 15. And you were to record what you learned about Jesus. He's the true vine. He spoke his word and it cleaned the disciples. And Jesus abides in us. <coughs> the father is the vine dresser who's the gardener, the vineyard keeper. So now we are talking about a vineyard and, and uh, a vine that is strong and bears fruit. Um, the father takes away branches that are not bearing fruit, and he prunes the branches that are bearing fruit. Um, you are a branch in the true vine, 
already clean because of the word of Christ. And um, you will bear much fruit if you abide in the vine. Fruit-bearing branches will be pruned by the Father to bear more fruit. They cannot bear fruit unless they remain in the vine. And um, they glorify the Father by bearing fruit. Barren branches, in verse 2, are said to be taken away. This may mean lifted up. And this is a very disputed verse, verse 2. So don't get hung up on it. Because the point of all of it is that the branches are supposed to bear fruit. But in um, in verse 6, it says, Anyone not abiding is cast out as a branch, which withers, and then they're gathered and burned in the fire. Um, abiding is what is commanded that we do. As I abide in Christ, He abides in me, and He will make me bring forth much fruit. Abiding brings forth fruit. And abiding is the condition from which we're to ask anything. The word abide is the Greek word meno. The definition is to remain, abide. It can be used to mean to stay where you are. It could also mean (coughs) to dwell or live in a permanent location. On page 104, um, the reason we abide is because Jesus told us to. And apart from him, we can do nothing. So um, in the middle of the page, you'll be um, pretty much concluding the lessons with these two questions. Do you understand your position as a branch on the true vine? What does this mean to you? And are you receiving life from the vine and bearing fruit? I think it would be helpful if you ask both of those at the same time and just open it up for discussion that way. And then if you need a concluding concluding statement, The very last sentence, if you're attached to the vine and abiding in Christ, you can rest in the care of the vine dresser.